Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a repeat of episode 12. It's deja vu. Tonight, we have a very interesting episode for you, again. <laughs> Mike D, what are we doing? Again. Again. <laughs> I was here last week, I could have swore I did this yesterday. But today's episode is going to be really fun. We uh, are doing something called All in the Family. Yep. And it's in the Buffalo Trace realm. Mm-hmm. And we got regular Buffalo Trace, we got Weller, and we got Eagle Rare. I'm, so these are, I mean, we, look, honestly, we, I'm not, I'm not disappointed that we're doing this again. Well, no, how can you be disappointed drinking these three whiskeys again? Impossible. They were all really good, yes. and I'm just sorry that you're not going to get our first impressions again. Right, you're going to get fake impressions. Not fake impressions. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to enjoy gonna, them again. I'm going to act like Leo. Oh, this is so good. <laughs> we're putting on our acting skills for this one, ladies. And, and, and you know, before tonight's show, I want to talk about what we did before tonight's show. If you checked out our Instagram, you saw that we were uh, watching the uh, Kentucky Derby, yep. and we made some of my famous. Uh, Those things juleps. are dang good. Uh, they were really good. If you watch the, uh, the Instagram, you see how I made them mm-hmm. using the uh, simple syrup, the uh, lavender bitters, uh, the fresh mint from my garden, muddled it all up, man, threw some of that Stillhouse whiskey, which we've talked about, was on one yep. of our shows earlier. Makes a great old, makes a great cocktail, no matter what cocktail you're making. But those were good mint They juleps. were really good. They always hit the spot, too. They do. They do. And I want to talk about some of the food early tonight. All quick, right. Because I want to give a little shout-out to my man, T.I., here, who... I have always said I will put this man up against anybody when it comes to smoking <laughs> anything. And this man got some fresh salmon yep. and made one hell of a salmon fish dip. It was really good. Oh, man. Smoked salmon fish dip is probably, like, my one of my favorite, like, snacks. Yeah, it was a great snack for, yeah. like, watching the uh, Kentucky Derby yeah. and having the mint juleps. It was just like, oh, it was perfect. Yeah, the flavors actually melt well, to- yeah, well together. Yeah, yeah that was so, like, once again, a uh, shout-out to you for that smoking. Well, I mean, if we're giving shout-outs... So, Mike D, you make a pretty mean Mini Mac. Oh, my Mini Mac sliders tonight. Those things yeah. are so good, dude. Yeah, so we cooked tonight. Both of us cooked tonight. Yeah. He, made, he made the smoked fish dip, and I made uh, my, my Mini Mac sliders. Yeah. Uh, and I got this recipe on the internet. And it's one of those things where it's like you get the, uh, the Hawaiian rolls, the butter, the butter savory rolls, yeah. and you just make the meat, throw it on top. You put the, the dressing, you know, the Thousand Island dressing. Mm-hmm. Pickles, onions, lettuce. Let's be fair. There's a little bit of a process, right? You have to cook the burger first. You don't just, like, take the meat and just slap it on there. This is true. We we season the meat up, and and you put it in a pan. You're going to kind of pat it down to pretty much be the size of what size of the bread is. Yeah. Because you get the whole loaf of that. Yeah, it's like a a four by three. So you got, like, 12 12 mini max. Yeah, get 12 mini max out of it. And it's it's really tasty. It's great for parties. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you know, if you guys just Google... uh, Mini Max sliders, you'll, you'll find a recipe out there. Yeah, that's super And it's too. super easy to make. It took me, what, I think we got it, had it all done within a half hour. Yeah. You know, I mean, most it of it's cooking time. Yeah, right. yeah. You know, we used a brisket seasoning, oh, which is so basically good. the yeah. basics, like you call yeah. it. It's called SBG. Yes. And O, because it had onion flakes in it. <laughs> right, right. And it was, it was just, it came out so it was good. good. It was really good. You know, but you melt American cheese on yeah. it with the pickles and the onions and, yeah. the, and the lettuce. Oh, man. It's a really good combo. And after like, having a... The mint juleps, having the fish dip, having that, watching the Kentucky Derby, which that horse. Yeah, Mage. Mage, out of nowhere, it was like, what, 14 to 15? 15, 15 to 1. I was like, yeah, we were like sitting there looking, and all of a sudden this horse just comes out of the backpack yes. and just like takes off. And I was like, what the hell? Yeah, imagine <laughs> you put $1,000 on that horse. I know, right? But they're walking away with it. Yeah, man. You know, but we were talking about that's going to be one of the things we want to do in our lifetime is get to that yeah. Kentucky Derby and, and hang out At least out once. Just, just try it. Yeah, Just definitely. see what it's about. Or we're, or we're the crazy man hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and the crazy clothes that they wear there, you know, yeah. getting all to the whole thing. It'll be fun. You know, and I think they I think they're famous for their barbecue at the at the really? Yeah, I think they do have like a barbecue thing there as huh. well. You know how serious I am about that, so I'd have yeah. to definitely check it out. Yeah. You know? And you know they're serious about their mint juleps there too. Well, I mean it's hard not to be. Yeah. I mean that's a good southern drink. Yeah. So I was tasty tonight. Too, it was man. really it was good, really man. Tasty. I hit the spot. Yeah. But I think we should get into our show. Let's do it. All right, so I think last time, we're, we're going to go by height. Yeah, so you see who we are on the lake. Boop. All right, we're going to start with the classic Buffalo Trace. And how about while I'm pouring T.I., you want to talk about yeah, Buffalo yeah. Trace in general? Yeah, yeah, we'll do, the little, uh, we'll do a little history on this guy. Right, so uh, the Buffalo Trace bourbon is a premium bourbon whiskey produced by the Buffalo Trace Distillery in Frankfort, Kentucky. Uh, the distillery has a long and storied history dating back to 1773, when a distillery called the Leestown Distillery was established on the banks of the Kentucky River. Over the years, the distillery changed hands several times and underwent various renovations and expansions. Uh, in 1857, the distillery was purchased by E.H. Taylor Jr., so we know that whiskey. E. Yes, Taylor. we do. E.H. Taylor. Uh, a prominent businessman and distiller who is often credited with revolutionizing the bourbon industry. Under Taylor's ownership, the distillery was renamed to the uh, OFC Distillery, and a renewed focus was placed on producing high-quality bourbons. Uh, in 1870, the distillery was purchased by George T. Stagg, again, another whiskey we know, who continues to produce some of the finest bourbons in Kentucky. Stagg also introduced several innovations to the distilling process, including the use of steam power and the introduction of copper, copper fermentation tanks. That's pretty cool. Yes, Everyone uses good. copper now. Yeah, that's the thing now, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so then over the years, the distillery changed hands several more times, but the focus on producing high-quality bourbons remained the same. In 1999, the distillery was renamed the Buffalo Trace Distillery, and a renewed emphasis was placed on producing premium bourbons. Today, Buffalo Trace bourbon is produced using the finest ingredients and traditional distilling methods. The whiskey is made from a mash bill of corn, rye, and barley and is aged for a minimum of eight years in charred oak barrels. It is bottled at 90 proof and has a smooth, complex flavor profile with notes of caramel, vanilla, and oak. All right, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, that was a little bit of a, that was like a, like a, I don't know what that was. That was like a story. Well, you know what? Because it is a story. It is a story. They're not, you know, it's just Well, not, I mean, these are all old whiskeys, right? They're old whiskeys, and, and the Buffalo Trace, to me, was not just about the whiskey. It's about the history of that distillery and why it's such a big thing. Mm-hmm. What they make, what, nine or ten or even more different yeah. whiskeys in that family. So I think that's why we have to tell that story. Yeah. You know? So we're going to get right into this. Yep. I remember this smell like it was yesterday. <laughs> It is nice, though. I will say, like, caramel is there. You get the vanillas. Mm. You know what I just realized, too? I don't know if we have all the flavor profiles for the other ones. We're going to do these blind. Tonight. I love it. We'll go blind tonight. I love that. Yeah. Oh, man, you know, yeah. This is, this like, I feel like I just did this yesterday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're like, that caramel's there. The oak is there. It, it's definitely smooth. There's, there's no, yeah, there's there's no spice right now. Yeah. There's really no spice. Maybe it, it, on the tip of my tongue, there's a little bit of something there, but it's like not even. Yeah, it's, it's, it's light. Yeah, it's light. It's light for sure. Definitely like the mm-hmm. vanilla, though. I like that. You know, and I see why this is so popular. 
why why it's so well thought out. Just a buffalo trace of bourbon mm-hmm. on its own. And I know like they have sometimes limited amounts at certain places. And yeah. I know for a while our total wine over here was keeping this bottle, which you can get for like thirty bucks, whatever. Yeah. Um, in the case where they keep the $1,000 bottles yeah. because people were buying too many and they were limiting you to, like, one bottle per purchase yeah. because it was just it's such a popular... It's just in demand. Yeah, and, you know, it, it, it really the is. name is helping that. You know, everyone yeah. wants Buffalo Trace. It's got such a good name now. Uh, but, I mean, it's so tasty. It really and, is. And you know what? It is going to be... That would be great for a cocktail. 100%. It'd be great for a mint julep. Be great you for know what? We should probably try a mint julep with it. You should. If you still have mint left. Oh, I have plenty of mint. I got a whole garden full of mint. Yeah, no, we got plenty of mint. Well, someone's been eating my mint. I was a little caught off guard. I've never seen that before. Huh. Well, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta get chemical. Oh, I gotta go chemical out there, man. It's no longer organic, please. No, well, I'm never organic. Man. I mean, uh, although I use organic poison, which is kind of funny. Uh, Does that mean it's still organic? Yeah, I don't know. It's a protein that that that, that kills the bugs and the caterpillars from inside out. But it's an organic protein. Organic. It's protein, so it's yeah. it's an organic poison. It's not like Made in a chemical plant. It's, yeah. you know, well, it's made in a chemical plant, obviously, but, uh, but no, this is so tasty. And, uh, you know, we had a good start for our week this week, didn't we, T.I.? I believe so. What happened Monday? What happened on Monday, T.I.? Oh, what did right. we do on Monday? What did we do what on happened? Monday? What happened? Let's go, let's tap those memory banks let's of ours. Ta- oh, let me see. Processing, processing. Oh, yeah, Tennessee Whiskey 202 yes. with our friends over at Whiskey University. Y- yes, and that was a great, great Yeah, night. shout out to Coldy, uh, Co- uh, it's Corey. 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 Yeah, it's Corey Goldfarb. Yes, he was the teacher. He's the yes. instructor for South Florida. And he has such knowledge. Dude, he's so smart. And he's so good at delivering that knowledge. He really is. And it was such a good night. We had, what, three different kinds of Jack Daniels for the class. Yeah. And then he was kind enough. To give us, like, a very special number 27. Number 27, which is, A, expensive and maybe not that, all, that easy to get a hold of. Yeah. Um, he, he, he shared that with us during the break. Yeah. But it was kind of cool. You know, we went through... Um, Actually, I should pull out the picture real quick so we can talk about what we actually went through real quick. Um, oh, we had some we had some Jack Daniels in there. So we had Jack Daniels Classic Number Seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the Jack Daniels Gentleman Jack. Uh, then we had the Jack. Oh, my picture was not. Aww. Oh, uh, and then the Jack Daniels Bonded. Yep. Um, Which I didn't even know they had. Neither did I. And then we did the George Dickel's uh, Superior Number Twelve. Yep. And then we did the George Dickel bottle and bond, which was my favorite of that. Uh, either the Jack the Jack Daniels bonded was good. That that George Dickel bottle and bond was my favorite you, you of know that what? of that series of the first half of that class. My favorite part about the class was gaining a new appreciation for Jack Daniels. Yeah, you know, I've I think always a, looked at that whiskey as like you know when Jack you're and Coke. well, yeah, when you're when you're young and you're getting into drinking and yeah. you don't really know whiskeys that well, you're like, give me a Jack and Coke, give me yeah. a shot of Jack, you know, blah blah blah. But, like, it actually, when you stop and you taste it... And go through the flavor, it's amazing. It's really good. It's, and, and I have to admit, I've had a, a, th- know, a thing about Jack because when I was, like, you're talking about younger, and that's when you're young mm-hmm. days. And so, like, you know, I, I even, like, probably even right now, if I smell Jack and Coke, I will probably get nauseous. Well, that was, like, I had to stop horrible. drinking Jack and Cokes because it just ruined. Yeah. It just ruined me. Right. Yeah. And I have a new a, a, a new appreciation for that Jack Daniels. And, you know, I think we had mentioned this before in one of our early shows when we did The Uncle Nearest. Yep. That, you know, he's the one that taught Jack Daniels how to yep. distill. And he, and he went deeper into that oh, story. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. And that was a much deeper story. And he showed us that cool picture yeah. Which back in the day when was literally Uncle of. Nearest is sitting right next to Jack in the middle of all the guys who were in yeah. the facility. And in that time, that day and age, 
for a black man to be in a pitcher with all white men and be in the middle of that pitcher yeah. was unheard of. Yeah. So it's a, he was respected. Yeah, and, and Jack Daniels respected that, and he he looked at him as a man. It wasn't yeah. what was going on in those times, right? Yeah. And I, I have a, a new respect for Mr. Daniels, if you will, yes. uh, for doing that and recognizing who taught him. Yeah. And treated him like a regular person yeah. in that day and age when they were not treating them like regular people, which is messed yeah. up, man. You know, so. All right, so I think we're going to move on to part two of our tasting Absolutely. with the ice. Got to get that ice in there, you know. It always changes up yes, every it does. time. Yes, it does. And we'll talk about the second half of the class in a second, too, what yes. we did for the uh, whiskeys. Which were all different. And we, tell me where we did the class at. Oh, yeah. So I know we've brought it up a bunch, right? So we've talked about Locale Gastropub, one of our favorite, uh, you know, eateries and uh, wet, you know, uh, wedding. I guess, I what's the word for it? What's the term for like when you have like a uh, spot you go to drink? Speakeasy, watering hole. Yeah, there you go, watering hole. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's what I was thinking about. But uh, yeah, so it's actually held there which is actually it's pretty cool and this time instead of it being upstairs and i think we've mentioned it being upstairs in the yeah past, in their private right? room uh now it was actually in the restaurant they actually opened it on the day off which yes. was really cool of them to uh just kind of have us in there and you know set up the, yeah. the room for a class and, and hung out and, and they stuff. gave uh we had wings and nachos for part of the food that goes with yep. it but they had their men the, the kitchen was open yeah, we the kitchen was food. fully available to anybody and i think the last time we did our food pairing with them we had those cuban egg rolls which we got yeah, that yeah, night yeah. which were awesome it was so good you know those guys are so nice there yeah, i really, really like that place the owner's awesome the bartenders are awesome they're yeah. just so friendly i really it's love that a place good time. and the food's yeah. awesome the food's, the food's awesome. amazing so if you get a chance, go check out the locale gastro pub in Lake Park. Yeah. Worth your oh, efforts. By the way, you know, since we're talking about Whiskey University before we get into the water part here, uh, so the next class is actually on June 5th uh, over there. And they're going to be doing, I believe it's the history of, of bourbon. Oh, so they're okay. taking it from, like, the very beginning of bourbon from, like, 200 B.C. or something like okay. that. All the way up to modern times, and apparently we're going to be tasting whiskeys from certain eras along the way. Okay, and and we were just talking about that inside. Yeah, because I was joking, like we were actually figuring where did really bourbon come from? Mm-hmm. Where did it start? Did it really actually officially start in Kentucky, or was it actually started somewhere else? But the, then the process was refined, and then it was yeah. You know, I think with anything, right? It's it's more of like it's, the process has been around, and then uh, you know it just kind of becomes more and more refined as we yes, go. yes. So, uh, so, so now we got the ice in here. Yeah, and uh, it mellows it out a lot. It mellows it out a lot, um, but not in a bad way. So, like, no, it's I, really like the whatever spiciness is there without the ice when you're drinking it neat. It's still a little bit there, but it's kind of dulled a little bit, and yeah. then the other flavors come more to the front. The the, the, the that caramel and the uh, vanilla is definitely there more. Probably more of the caramel than the vanilla at this mm-hmm. point. I think it was more vanilla. It was neat. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll agree with that 100%. And the oakiness is there. Yeah, the oakiness is there, but maybe not as as oaky. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, this is, I mean, even on ice, this is just so good. Yeah. I mean, for the price point, you know, what you get it somewhere between 30 and $40, depending where yeah. you go. You know, you shouldn't be paying the, more than 40 yeah, for it, in my opinion. Part. That's the, the crazy part is, like, how in demand it is and how hard it is to find. Like, it's not a super expensive no. bourbon. No, it's not. It and really you think not. it would be with how hard it is to come by. And they have different additions, too. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah. They have tons. Yeah. Oh, man, this is, this is like, so tasty. It really is tasty. I do. Yeah. yeah. I'm happy we were doing this episode. Yeah. You know, I was, truth be told, I was getting a little 
squirmy about it. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, it's too soon to do it again. I kind of want the flavors to be more of a surprise again. But, you know, I'm kind of glad we're doing this. It's good. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of glad, like, you know, we, we're going to have a guest tonight. We're going to bring him on probably next week or week after that. I'm kind of glad we are redoing the show. Because anybody who's been paying attention to the news or lives in our area, everyone knows what happened last week, yeah. last Saturday. Massive tornado hit P, uh, Palm Beach Gardens. Yeah. Um, ooh, that wind. Ooh. Um, another tornado's coming right now. No. Uh, you <laughs> no, know, I mean, not. if you saw, I mean, it was all over, like, the news. Like, the, the, the car yeah. got flipped over. Boats were thrown out of the water. I mean, I had people calling me from, like, our, our friends in Arizona. Yeah. Rob and um, uh, my family in New York were calling me. Yeah. Like, were you were you hit by the hurricane? I mean, the, the tornado. And I have to admit, for the last three weeks, we've had, like, multiple tornadoes hit our area. Yeah. And, like, each one of them have been about a mile from my house. You the, the level that hit Saturday was a quarter mile from your house. Yeah. Like we got lucky, man. Yeah, we did. I mean, our show got foobar because of the power outage. Yeah, it kept blipping. And luckily, that's all that bothered us, right? Yeah. And, and you called it out at one point. The air was so still. It was weird. It was weird. Like there's no birds chirping. Yeah, it there was, was weird. There was no wind. There it was, was nothing. Dead it was air. Just weird. And then all we heard was sirens. And then I was like, oh, "That was a tornado." Yeah, like a tornado. And it was like it was. We had lunch in that area yesterday, yeah. and and you can tell that this area was hit by a tornado. Oh yeah, there's trees on there. No, it was just, it, it, it looked like and, a yeah. tornado hit it. It was uh, it was interesting. Yeah, you know, and luckily we were safe. You know, thank God we were safe. And, and, and everyone else was relatively safe. I think. The, the worst was that person that got flipped around in that car. In that car. <laughs> Which, you, if you look at a video, it's a crazy video. Yeah. Crazy video. It's like the car's there, and then all of a sudden yeah. it's like, <laughs> But yeah, I'm happy everyone was fine, and there yeah. was no, like, yeah. major injuries or nothing. Because yeah. no, that was... very lucky. That was crazy. Yeah, very lucky. Uh, so back to the Whiskey University stuff. Uh, the, other, the other half of the class, we had done something called Heaven's Door. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oops. Uh, Nelson Greenbrier Tennessee Whiskey, Nelson Brothers Classic, and Chattanooga Whiskey, which we've had here before. Yeah. Um, we did that. that the Shout out bond, to Jacob. Jacob. Bottle and Bond episode. Bottle, yes, he did a great job with us, and we're going to definitely have him back on. Yeah. Uh, I talked to him about that. We're going to do, like, a, a, a phone one with him. Oh, like, heck yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so th- that was a really cool part of the class, too. And, you know, what, what we learned was in order to be called Tennessee Whiskey, it has to go through that Lincoln County process yeah. that – Uncle Nearest invented. Yeah. If it doesn't do that process, it is not Tennessee whiskey. You can make it in Tennessee, yeah. but it can't be classified as Tennessee whiskey. And that process is actually, well, it's filtering it through the uh, charcoal. The, the, char- the, maple, the maple, sugar maple it, yeah, charcoal. It's specifically sugar maple charcoal. Yes. That's now, they don't tree. specify how much, but I know at Jack Daniels, they have like a 10-foot deep yes, like pit where it like goes and filters through for days, I yes. think, right? And then it finally drips into the barrel at the bottom. Yep. Right? And they like that's a process that every Tennessee whiskey has to go. In through. some form or fashion. It has to. Yes. And it, and each one's different. Some are ten feet deep. Some are yeah. some he was telling us some go this through tubes where they put the charcoal in the tubes and they just and they, they yeah. jump through the tubes. So it's it's a, you know, it's that was a good le- learning you know, I didn't what know I thought that. was pretty cool too is technically Tennessee whiskey, even that goes through that process, is technically bourbon. It's definitely bourbon. Right? Now now, the thing with bourbon, right, there's a rule that you can't have any additives. Right. And so their question is always, well, if you're filtering it, is that an additive? Especially filtering it through that. But right. is it really an additive? Because you're just filtering. Mm-hmm. You're not really adding anything no. to it. You're mm-hmm. actually removing stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So that's a good question. It is a good question. But uh, so I, I just I just finished mine. Did you finish yours? Oh, yeah. I'm okay. I'm ready All right, so we're going to move on. And uh, you're gonna yeah, so we're gonna head on over to the Weller side. The Weller. Now everyone knows about Weller being, you know, one of the more 
not not as easy to get a hold of whiskeys. It's a little bit. It's a little bit more difficult. You want me to take on this one too? Yeah, you might as well take do this, do the history yeah. tonight. And, and yeah, I know yeah, the Weller one, one is uh, something that you're really interested because in of what you discovered yeah. uh, doing your research. Yeah. So so Weller uh, was well. Let I just I guess I'll start at the beginning. Beginning. Way back at the beginning, beginning of time. I wish I had like an epic like <laughs> movie sound for that. Like, like from 2001 Space Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> Giant baby in space. Right. Uh, so William LaRue uh, Weller was born in 1825 in Nelson County, Kentucky, and grew up in a family of distillers. In the mid-19th century, he began experimenting with different bourbon recipes and eventually developed the weeded bourbon that would become the basis for Weller bourbon. Weller, a pioneer in the bourbon industry, who is credited with creating the first bourbon recipe that used wheat instead of rye as the secondary grain. Uh, Weller's weeded bourbon uh, recipe was a departure from the traditional bourbon recipe, which is typically, you know, 51% corn at least, and then usually rye and and something else, uh, barley. Uh, So in this case, it's no longer rye, it's wheat. Uh, he believed that wheat produced a smoother, milder flavor profile than rye, and it was better suited for aging in oak barrels. His weeded bourbon recipe was an instant success and quickly gained a reputation as one of the best bourbons in Kentucky. At some point, he also hired Julian Van Winkle, a.k.a. Oh, Pappy. 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 Uh, Weller continued to distill bourbon until his death in 1899. His legacy lived on, however, and his distillery, W.L. Weller & Sons, was merged with A.P.H. Stitzel Distillery to become the Stitzel Weller Distillery. The Stitzel Weller Distillery produced Weller bourbon for many years, but eventually went out of business in the 1990s. Today, the Weller brand is owned by the Buffalo Trace Distillery, which acquired the recipe and the brand in the 1990s. Weller Special Reserve, which is what we're drinking, is essentially the same whiskey as Pappy Van Winkle in recipe. It is most closely related to the old Rip Van Winkle tenure. However, it is aged in a different location from Pappy. Also, Buffalo Trace will not confirm how long it is aged for. This means that for a fraction of the cost, you can get a similar nose and flavor as the Pappy line. So that Pappy line's expensive. Yeah, that's yeah. the Pappy line, and it's because, you know, there was that thing where some were lost and, you know, stolen or whatever happened to them, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, the tenure, I think, goes for about 2600 2000 somewhere in there it does yeah and this one uh you know if you can MSRP. find it if you can find msrp this one is like 30 bucks 30 bucks but i think what we you had it for 60 i got it for like i think it was almost 70 70 okay. almost 70 i think it was like 67 okay. or something like that because you got it online I'd i had to buy yeah, it yeah, online because yeah. it was like impossible to find right. it out here but like if you can find it yeah for like 35 dollars 30 bucks i know when like i got that. up to my uh whiskey club online it was like 70 or something like that yeah. so it makes sense so, you know, without having the flavor profile in front of us on this show, the smell is uh, definitely sweet. Um, mm-hmm. I'm getting coffee caramel. in there, coffee tar- caramel. Yeah, some toffee. Not spicy, no spice in the nose at least. I think there's a, maybe a little bit of some sort of baking spice. Maybe. Yeah, but not like a... Like, a, like, a like pep- cinnamon? Yeah, but not, not pepper. Definitely no. just, yeah, like a cinnamon or something like that. And maybe a little mint. Maybe. It is a very good bourbon, though. Tell you, that, that is so smooth. I mean, we just had the Buffalo Trace, right? Which was which was very good. This is actually like a different level of smooth. Yeah. And those flavors in there, it's they're subtle. You know, really they kind of, they kind of sit on your tongue. They just kind of hang out there. 
not one overtaking the other. You know, and it's, there's definitely that baking spice, the, the, the caramel. There is that, that cinnamon maybe, but, like, it's so, like, faint. It's not it's not overtaking anything in my mouth. There's a little butterscotch in there, too. I don't... This is... This is... I don't know. When we were drinking it, I was like, this is probably one of my favorite. Like, I really want to find this MSRP just sitting on the shelf somewhere. And get, yeah. Because, man, it's so worth the price. Yeah. Even at, look, even at 60, it's still worth the price, yeah. in my opinion. Especially if you're comparing it to, to Pappy Van Winkle, where you made, like, you know, two mm-hmm. grand for a bottle. You know, but, I mean... Yeah, and that was an interesting little tidbit of history. That is When I found it, I was just like, really? Like, it literally would just be aged in a different part of the warehouse or in a different warehouse altogether. But it's yeah. like... The exact same mash bill. There's definitely a little bit of woody in there, a little oaky in there. A oh, little yeah. bit. Yeah, a little bit in there. It's a touch. But, you know, the like, this one's making my mouth savor, like, water a little bit. Mm. You know, it's really giving me that that nice... It is a savory bourbon. Yeah, it is. It, that is very savory. It, you know, I think this one I would not mix a cocktail with. I you really know, don't think I would. You could. I think you could. I don't think I would. But I don't think I would. I think this is just too good. You know, a fly in there, some yeah, living in there. Uh, <laughs> it wanted its share. I, yeah, I can't blame right, it. Yeah, right? I you know, can't hey, it's like it's, it flew into the well over, over the uh, buffalo trade. So that that fly had it was good, like, hey, what's up with this? That gnat had like good taste. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is just something where like, right now, neat. This is really good. The buffalo trace was good, neat. That this is this is really good, neat. Mm-hmm. Like this is something that you could definitely sit and eat. You know, like before dinner. Yeah. Like, you know, you're going out for a good steak dinner or something like that. A good, you know. Oh, yeah. This would actually be a really nice. This, like, this is definitely steak and entry, whiskey. Like an entry to the dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Right, you're going to have it. Oh, yeah. I like this. It's a solid, it's a solid whiskey. It's a solid whiskey. I was very happy when, you know, I was actually pleasantly surprised with as much as, like, you know, as, as both you and I have mm. been kind of learning about whiskeys and mm. kind of getting into it. Mm. That is so good, man. Like, Actually, being able to have Weller and yeah. like try it out and appreciate it and like find it, yeah, and be like learning about the history of it, yeah, I can see why it's popular. Absolutely, like it makes sense. Yeah, no, this is really really good. You know, uh, tomorrow I'm going to Sunfest and I'm not. I have other whiskeys I'm going to bring me, but if I had, I, I may even have some of my Weller left. I got to check because. Uh, Stuff like that always lasts longer in my closet. Uh, my closet is getting out of control now at this point. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm going to be smuggling. I'm smuggling whiskey into Sunfest tomorrow. I got my little uh, plastic, uh, my, 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 my plastic, uh, uh, my God, I'm drawing a blank here. Flask? flask yeah. I got my, my plastic flask. Because you can't bring metal in because they make yep. you go through a metal detector, you know, because, you know. How things are nowadays. Everybody's uh, in stranger danger. Oh my God, it's crazy out there. Uh, but you know, I'm I'm getting mixed. I'm actually I'm getting not great reports about Sunfest right now. Uh, they changed it up big time. Yeah. Uh, it's you know it's funny because it started off as a artist an art and music fest. Yeah. It is now strictly a music fest. They got rid of all the art, which I'm really disappointed in that because I wanted to get some more stuff for my yeah. patio, uh, wood art stuff like that for my but patio. But they also dropped down the like. You know the amount of stages and everything. Yes, it went from right? three to three to two, um, and I'm hearing that there's like really not a lot to do now, other than go to a show or go to the floating bars. I wonder why they did that. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't. Honestly, I don't. I have zero idea why they would have done that. So the, I mean, I think the last time I went, it's been a minute. I think the last time I went was like 2016, 2017. But I mean, it was awesome. Like there was. 
you know, artists out there peddling their wares and showing different stuff, and they had some really cool art. And then, you know, there was three stages, and there was a plenty of room to walk around yeah, and, like, and, see and stuff. Yeah, and you had those vendors, like, yeah. you know, not, not, not just the art vendors, just, like, you know, the different businesses giving out their swag, you know. Yeah, it was a good time. It was a good, like, spend the day, walk around, yeah. chill out. I even heard the whole food thing change, where they got it, like, maybe, well, they just have a whole food area. Yeah. Now it's, like, like four or five food trucks. Well, food I trucks mean, aren't bad, I but. Not food trucks, but still, it's, like, it, when you have a bunch off. of, like, restaurants there, you know. Yeah, so, something's off. That seems weird. You know, and. You heard from your friend it wasn't yeah. great. My, my sister-in-law went last night, and she said it was just wasn't. I think there's, like, a, a certain level of, of something that, you know, we've come to expect from the event. I guess. And then, yeah. you know, so Sunfest itself, for those of you who don't know what Sunfest is, it's actually a kind of celebration of the end of season. Yes. Right? So here in South Florida, it's a very uh, popular destination for all the snowbirds. And they come down in droves, and it's kind of like a crazy seven months, and then they finally disappear around this time. Mm -hmm. And so they put together the Sunfest to kind of celebrate Floridians having Florida back. Yes. And so it's always been like a big music festival, and it's down in West Palm Beach, and it's huge, and it used to block like tons of city blocks and oh, like, yeah. it was a party uh, went from Oak Street Boulevard it, yeah. all the way down and to it like, was like a, where the yachts yeah. were and it's yeah. like a, it, you know it was like a five day affair or four day yeah. affair something like that it used to be right? five days it used yeah. to be a five day affair and then they just kind of made it three days yeah. and they cut down the amount of artists and yep. they cut down the artwork and the people yeah, there there's no artwork at all like, I mean, yeah. yeah it's just kind of like well, so, what's the point of celebrating it then and, <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll, I'll give you my full report next week and tell you how I felt yeah. about it but you know because we want to go tomorrow and uh Depending on what time I get there, try and catch Ziggy Marley. I don't know if I'm going to get there for Ziggy Marley. Uh, but my, the reason why we're going, we want to see the uh, Killers and 311. So I'm looking forward to that. I, I've seen 311 before. They've always done a good show. Yeah. Um, so, you know, hopefully hopefully I'll have fun. We'll see how it goes. Like I said, I'm definitely smuggling in some whiskey for myself to sip on. Got to be a good one on neat because from what I'm being told, uh, because there's less to do, and it's it's a smaller venue that the bars are more packed. Yep. The the, the bars exactly are not the, flo- the floating bars. Yeah, because you're not spreading the people out anymore. Right, now it's like they can only go to a stage, a stage, or the floating well, bar. Or the floating bars, Rather exactly. Before you, had, you know, like three stages, and you had all the artists. And I mean, everybody I'm, could spread out. I'm assuming they had the beer vendors out there somewhere. Oh, hopefully, let's hope. let's hope. You know, but now I also heard that they've gone green more, and you can bring your own water bottle in. Oh, that's nice. And they have water stations. And Jack Johnson, who's playing tonight, uh, is help is helping like usher that in because okay. he's all about the environment and all that yeah. stuff and so and they, they want to be more green and because I mean like I remember last time I was there a bottle of water was like eight bucks yeah. or something crazy like that so hey, if you can get free water yeah they have water they have water yeah. filling stations so I'm assuming they're filtered water stations I just hope so I hope so especially in West Palm it's all sprinkler um, water yeah right it's all that, <laughs> it's all that reclaimed water uh, water <laughs> so, uh, so I'm going to bring a bottle for that too So because I want to keep myself hydrated off yeah, obviously being it, out in the especially heat especially like if that. it's going to be sunny tomorrow yeah it's supposed to be sunny tomorrow it's supposed to be a little hot tomorrow you know, that's what I remember, too, always sweating out there, man. Right. So this one is, it definitely changes a lot when you put some ice on it. I like it on ice, too. Although I think the neat is really, is the way I would go with this mostly. But if I wanted, to, like, as a cooling drink, this is very nice on ice. And those flavors. All of that spice kind of went away. The spice went away. The oak kind of went away. It's really more of the caramel, the, the butter, the butterscotch. Um, I think the baking spice is there. A little bit. A little bit. Um, but, yeah, more of the sweetness came out of yeah. this. I like it, though. Oh, no, I like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is pleasant. 
I actually did forget how good it was on ice. I'm not gonna lie. I think there was around this part it's where still, like the, the tornado was hitting is when yes, we were doing the yes. weather. So it's like I don't remember too much because my mind wasn't really in the episode anymore. Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was like, Holy crap! No, it's funny. <laughs> so I asked you, I mean, "Do you guys lose power here a lot?" No, we didn't lose power here. And then we lost power like four times. <laughs> and then like the last one lasted we went out, out, out without power for about 20 minutes. Oh, we just stopped. Yeah, we we, we stop. just stopped. We like, yeah. walked out, and that's when we noticed the the crazy weather. But yeah, the, on ice, you know, this really. Uh, like, it's good. Like, I would have it on neat before my steak dinner and then have it on ice with my dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So it keeps it, because uh, it's, it's, like, nice and wet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I have to subscribe it. And it's still making my mouth water, mm-hmm. you know? The wind's getting all rowdy. Yeah, getting a nice little wind, though. So I like that. I don't mind the breeze. I no, don't, I don't no. need it to be hurricane winds. Either. <laughs> no, 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 no. So played some golf today. All right. Uh, it was nice out there. How'd was, you do? I was in a neutral mode today. I didn't play bad. I didn't play great. Um, right. It was just kind of, uh, I was in one of my neutral modes where I was like, a couple of good holes, a couple of bad holes, got yeah. a little bipolar in the middle there. Um, and played with our, our guy who did the uh, logo for us. We've made shout outs to Evan before. Yep. Um, and you know, had a good time with him. And he really enjoyed that Wilcott uh, whiskey that I, I, we gave him for doing yeah. the uh, the logo for us. And um, he's he's been sending me. Uh, actually, I got to send you the things he's been sending me. He's he's all he does now. He tells me I just watch bourbon and drinking things on YouTube. Oh, look at him go! Yeah, he's all hey. into it now. Um, and he wants to start buying more bottles, and he wants there to get more go, into Evan. it. There you go. Uh, so we should watch. I, I should send you these things. We should watch them. Maybe get some ideas about for you know making some changes yeah, to yeah. our show. Uh, we've actually been talking about making some changes. Yeah. We're gonna be doing some different things here and there. Some more mixologist yeah. stuff, and maybe some more like I like I kind of like doing this as a blind taste without the uh, flavor profiles yeah. here. That's nice. Um, and do some more different things. You know, we we've been stocking up on some whiskeys. Uh, we were just talking about that too. Uh, yeah. We had lunch yesterday. We were. Uh, like we got to go through our our, our our inventory, and we we've been kind of like pre-buying for future shows. But I've done so many of that now, I don't know what I have pre-bought now. Yeah, you know, which is scaring me a little bit because uh, I, I mean, don't know. Yeah, what I, I have. have like a stash now, and it's like I need to like figure out what I'm drinking, what I need to not drink. You know, right? Because like, what's, we, we what, what, what's for the show? What, what what we pre-bought for the show? Yeah. Uh, so we we, we got to do that. Yeah. So we have some. I know I have some good whiskeys right now that I've been buying. I know I have good. And I don't, too. you know. Uh, I actually picked up the uh, the Balvini and the uh, Glenlivet. Oh, I know you get that Balvini uh, Caribbean the four, Yeah, the fourteen oh. year Caribbean cast. That is one of my favorite. Found it at Costco, eighty nine bucks. That's so well worth it. Because I think I think at Total Wine it's about a hundred for that yeah. one, if I remember correctly. It was like eighty nine bucks, yeah. and then I also picked up the fifteen uh, year Glenlivet. Nice single. Yeah, you know, uh, through my whiskey club, I got my free bottle. It was a twelve year Glenlivet Double Oak. Oh, nice. Um, so. Um, yeah, but that 15-year must is going to be good. I can't wait to try it. Yeah. I'm definitely going to crack it at some point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that's going to be really good. And we're going to be pretty soon doing a high-end scotch thing because mm-hmm. we got that Delmore. Was it Delmore, am I saying Here's right? the Delmore. Delmore. Yeah. Dalmore, Del, not yeah. Delmore. Dalmore uh, 15-year, which... I get to try that tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a little taste of that tonight, and uh, that's because Mike D, you snuck in a little bit, and then you you couldn't not tell me. That I know. I felt guilty. I'm texting like, so, <laughs> and I'm like, well, now I want to try. <laughs> and I think we're gonna do like a high end where we do a high end single malt and a high end blend. Yeah, and it's like that would be a nice like kind of good show. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and but yeah, that that, that Delmore was. Uh, it's so ridiculous. That, that what it reminded Delmore, me Delmore. of, and, and I'm not sure. You know how many people have have had this stuff before, but it's like those uh, those chocolate oranges 
Yeah, you mentioned right, that. Yeah. but it's they have like a dark chocolate one, yeah. and that's what it reminded me of. There's so much like orange deliciousness right. in it, like a lot of the marmalade sweetness and orange and stuff like that. But then it also finishes with dark chocolate, right, right, and it is so ridiculously good. Yes, yeah, that was it's a tasty little treat. It that really, really is. is. I had to have you got to try it. I had to try it. Yeah, and I had to try it the other night when I came home. Like, yeah. you know, I really got to try this. I mean, I, it was I bur- think- it was burning a hole in my pocket, if you will, like, <laughs> burning a hole in the bottle. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And now that I think we've came to the agreement when we buy a bottle, like if you want to crack it and try a little bit, yeah, get a little. Yeah, no. we can't always wait for the show. Yeah, no. we really can't. Something like that. It was. Just, I you mean, know, like the Balvini. I'm in Oh no, patient. you have to go into that. No, that's my favorite. Like I said, that's probably one of my yeah. all-time favorite. Scotches. And I actually wanted to purchase that. I think. I wanted to purchase that for my private stash. It should I be. want it to be on my. That needs, I want that it to be on the be show, yeah. but I also want it. I want it to be in my stash. Yeah, no, I want that stash. to be a cool no, one. That is a, uh, no, Belvini makes a great product in general, but that's yeah. my all-time favorite one, man. Yeah. Yeah, I love that one. All right, so I think we are going to move on. Yes. So now we're going to go to the bigger, but tallest bottle now. Senor Eagle Rare. Senor. <laughs> I'm actually. I, again, so all of the stuff that all the shenanigans last weekend uh, during the tornado, it all happened when we were doing the Weller. So I'm, I'm actually retasting these for the first time. My mind was definitely not in uh, the drinking mode once I found out that a tornado hit. I was just kind of like more worried for us, and like the show was ruined at that point. It was like, weird, you know. I have to admit, like, because we had the break in the middle, yeah. right? We stopped, like, we literally stopped. We stopped drinking. You know, we stepped outside. We had to. We had to. It was just, it was really, really weird. Yeah, and you're right. It kind of like, I don't know if tainted the show is the right word, but it definitely kind of, it kind of made, it, it wasn't it the same. It made me totally forget. It just wasn't the, the same we for me. It, was, yeah. it wasn't the same show. No. You know, something felt wrong to me. Yeah. So, you know, the fact that we're, you know, because you, you, stuff like this, you got to keep going. And you know what? For everyone that listens to us, I super appreciate you guys' patience with that. Like, I felt really bad that we couldn't produce a show for you guys yeah. that week. Like, I was like, man, this was going to be a really good show. DeCabes and I, we've been talking about this. Like, we've been hyping ourselves up to get, you know, all of this, you know, all in the family episode. I think we've been planning that. We were planning it for, like, a month, right? And, and it was just one of those things when it finally... Can't happen, and yeah. then all of a sudden a tornado happened. I was like, man. Yeah, that was weird. <sighs> I was right, so, so disappointed. Why don't you talk about the Eagle Rose while, yeah. while I set up our pores yeah, yeah, here? Yeah. All right, so on to the Eagle Rare. Back in 1975, <laughs> <laughs> Eagle Rare bourbon was introduced by Four Roses. Also, there was a lot of Four Roses at Costco, uh, which is owned by Seagram's. And master distiller Charles L. Beam. Beam was inducted into the Bourbon Hall of Fame posthumously in 2010. Eagle Rare was created in part to comp- uh, to compete with another uh, bird-themed bourbon, might or may not be wild turkey, mm-hmm. uh, which also happened to be distilled to ER's original proof, 101. Uh, it was distilled at the Old Prentice Distillery in Lawrenceburg, which later became and is currently the home of Four Roses. In 1989, Sazerac purchased the ER brand and bottled whiskey they sourced for a few years, possibly from Heaven Hill, before they brought or before they bought the Buffalo Trace Distillery, then known as the George T. Stagg Distillery in 1992. Uh, during this era, 
Many of the Eagle Rare labels had a location listed as New Orleans because Sazerac was headquartered there, although that does not mean the product was actually bottled in the Big Easy. The last labels with New Orleans listed on them were likely produced around 1997. So getting if you got a hold of one of those, well, ooh, you're on a collector right yeah, there. Yeah, it's a valuable one. In 2005, Buffalo Trace discontinued the 10-year-old 101 proof expression along with the older bottles and label. In, a favor, in favor of a 10-year-old 90-proof single-barrel offering that you find on shelves today. So I imagine if you could find those ones, man, that'd be one heck, that'd be one heck of yeah, a find. that'd be one heck of a find. Uh, the recipe is part of the Buffalo Trace mash bill number one, a low-rye mash bill that is also used for bourbons like Buffalo Trace and E.H. Taylor Small Batch, both okay. of which we've had at least one of. Yes, we've already <laughs> we've had, had one. both. Yeah. I think we've had both. <laughs> and now I got this. I had to find this one online. Um, I think I don't know if they have that total one. I didn't look, but this, I, you know, I think this is I, another one that's just hard to come by. Yeah, I, you know, it was eighty bucks. Yeah, and you know, if I remember correctly, I, I totally agreed with that price point when I tried it last yeah. time. Uh, and it's 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 a very uh, good bourbon. Um, it does. It, it smells nice. It does. It smells like all these smell nice. You know, I think. You know, more oak on this one. Oh, I'm yeah. Getting out of, out of the gate more than the other two. Well, I, I, yeah, more oak. Kind of it smells spicy. Sp- yeah, it this smells the, like yeah, that peppery spice yeah, is there. Alcohol yeah, alcohol smell to it. Yeah. Not that that's a bad thing. No, when I say bad. alcohol, yeah. I just mean like that ethanol. Like the, the, right. It's nice, though. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, it has a really good smell to it. Nice color. Mm-hmm. I'm going in. Yeah, go in. What does this remind you of? <laughs> Is it Eagle Walking Rare? In the field, <laughs> watching the Eagles fly with Eagle Rare. Uh, <laughs> it's a rare eagle. You know, that is what savory, man. Like, this is savory to me. Like, this is so good. And once again, like, you know, it's. I think each of these have gone up a level as we drink, literally by the size of the bottle. It's gone up a level. Hmm. Um, oh, that's good. You know, there's... Okay, Cole, let, me get, let, me, let me go in one more time, Cole. I'm sad I forgot what this tasted like. Wow. Yeah, that, that spice is on my tongue. It's a little bit there. Yeah, the peppery spice is there. Um, mm. It's got that caramel for sure. I don't think there's no vanilla in there. I'm not getting any vanilla. I'm definitely getting caramel. Um, maybe some... Uh, maybe a little raisin. I was, gonna say, I was thinking raisin or plum. So, something in that, in that vicinity yeah. there. Um, like a dark fruit. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe maybe that's what it is. It's like dried fruit. Yeah, dried fruit, like a, f- a dried dark fruit, like, mm. a, like a plum or a raisin or. Uh, we don't even have to put a label on which fruit it is. It no. just tastes like dried fruit. It kind of has that dried fruit taste. I don't know. Oh, but I mean, this is so. Mm. You know, I was, I know. Well, while you were reading the history, I was I was looking at the, the bottle. Uh, it does it does it does suggest to uh, serve it with a Manhattan or a whiskey sour. Ooh. So it is telling you to make a cocktail with this. All right, and well, you know, and I think I think I would make an old fashioned with this, or Manhattan, maybe more of a Manhattan than an old I'd fashioned. Be, you know what? I would be interested in trying a whiskey sour, but a true whiskey sour. Oh, the, with the uh, egg white in it. Yep. Because um, that's like, I mean, I could imagine this being really good with something like that. Because I mean, that's going to be creamy, and it's going to be very like uh, fulfilling to drink, yeah. right? I could imagine that being good with like an actual whiskey sour. Not what yeah. some people do, where they like literally take sour mix and mix whiskey with it, like an actual true whiskey sour. Yeah, yeah. No, this is but this is so good. Like, if you really have a, a, someone you know who's a whiskey drinker, really likes their whiskey, this is a gift for them. 
you know, it, it is, um, you know, I, 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 now that I'm tasting this, right, and we just did these other two, I'm going to say Buffalo Trace and Weller are closer in terms of, of what they are. I think this is a little bit on the outside of those two. Yeah, I mean, so to me, I mean, Weller stands alone just because out of the three here, it's the only weeded one right here, Yeah, right? I will say is, like, in terms of enjoyability and, like, the complexity uh, complexity of the flavors that we're getting, like, Eagle Rare kind of wins that one. Yeah. It's definitely, it has a complexity in there. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot more from it. There's a, there's a lot of things going on in there. Yeah. And like I said, my, my mouth is more savory. Some chocolate, too. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of chocolate in there, like a cocoa. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's probably what it is. It's probably like a, a dark cocoa. Yeah, yeah. That's nice, though. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, no, this is... This I would is. I would totally buy a bottle of that. Yeah, no, I, I, all three I would buy. Yeah. All three I would buy, and if you want to buy a gift, it really depends how much you like the person. <laughs> and or how much they point. care about their whiskey. And how much they care about their whiskey. <laughs> um, but, I mean, all three you can't go wrong with. I mean, it's a great family. Yeah. You know, I mean, these are great cousins. Honestly, what I, I mean, what I really want to do is I want to get the other Wellers. I want to try it out. The different ones. There's, yeah. there's, there's a couple of different they ones. They got, like, foolproof. They got, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, they have, this is the special. They got a couple of other I mean, ones. They I have, like, four. Right. I think three or four. Yeah, that, uh, I know they have a purple label one. That's Someone told me that's a really good one to get a hold of. If anyone um, out there, like, has had the other ones and you want to suggest the next purchase I can make for Weller, yeah. throw it out there. You hit us up on Instagram. Yeah. Let me know on Instagram, yeah. you know, after you've listened to this episode. Yeah. Or even, you know, if you see the post that we did, you know, last week. When we were introducing the, the bottles, you know, leave a comment and tell me what your favorite one is. That's Weller. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm all about it. Like, I want to try the other ones because I'm impressed with it. I'm impressed with Weller. I like Eagle Rare. I like Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace, I you know, if you could find it more readily available, it'd be in my collection all the time. Uh, because I think it would make a good cocktail. It'd be something that's easy and not super expensive to bring in, right? But, I, you know, with how hard it is to come by... I'm also not, like, running to make it my main mixer. <laughs> because once it's gone, I'm going to have to, like, go on the hunt again. <laughs> right, right. Well, I have so many main mixers now in my collection. I, yeah. if, if, if I'm out of one, i got another one to wait. And, you know. Well, that's true. I mean, I guess at this point, I mean, I do have a couple of them in there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, come on. With all the whiskeys that we have now, there you probably have three or four that are easily yeah, main mixers going forward that. now. Um Probably more than that. I mean, there's even some where I wouldn't have considered them mixers, and then you find out that they make really good cocktails. Yes, yeah. Like the Jinjaku. The Jinjaku. Jinjaku. And then the, cent- the Centauri, that uh, grapefruit. Yeah, that Centauri uh, Toki. Yeah. That, that grapefruit old-fashioned I made, which was actually, really Actually, did you see? So, Jinjaku uh, actually chatted us out in uh, an Instagram, and sh- there was, like, a really cool reel of them making, like, an old-fashioned. Oh, yeah? Yeah, there was some uh, oh, yeah, yeah. restaurant yeah, up yeah, in VA. That, yeah. yeah, up in VA. Yeah, that so was, I saw like, that. making some, some old-fashions with it, but it was, like, their take on it. It was really cool. Anyways, I'm looking forward to this on ice. So that that um, that kind of alcohol smell, gone, gone. That's nice. I think the oak is. Kind of, there's more oak now. I got. I definitely got a good oak sensation. I'm definitely smelling like fruit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that fruit. It's like, that, that, it's like that, a savoriness. Yeah, that nice. dark fruit. Mm-hmm. Or dried fruit, like you said. Yeah. Oh my goodness. 
All right. I am going to say I like I this see. better on ice. I like this way better on ice. Yes, this is definitely... Man, those flavors came out. This is definitely like chilling around, having some uh, you know, whiskey on ice, watching some, watching some football. Damn. You know, watching a movie. That's or, definitely like very pronounced that like cocoa, cacao, however you want to say it. <laughs> The the dark or the dried fruits, all of that's there, man. That is really freaking good, man. That is good. Oops. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm actually gonna just pour myself a little more. It is nice. You know? I like this a lot. Since this is our last one of the evening. I mean, if you're up for pouring me a little smidge more, I don't know. Just throw myself. Of course, I'll pour you a little smidge more there, Ti. Right there, you know, just. Put that over Hook here. Hook a brother up a little bit, you know. There we go. This one, this one was actually really good. This is on ice. I can see why they suggest making cocktails with it. Yeah, because a cold like strain, like strain throughout. Like, I mean, yeah. Manhattan, you strain your drink, yeah. right? I can see why because it it really brings Same out. Same with those the whiskey flavors. sours. Yeah. Same with you the know, whiskey I, sours. You double strain. So when I was younger, I had a bad experience with whiskey sour, and not like where I got sick. It was just maybe it wasn't made right, or maybe I just wasn't mature enough for a whiskey sour, and it just it wasn't a drink for me. And I think it turned me off, like it stuck with me forever, never, never to ever have a whiskey sour. You know, and I, I think I gotta go get one from a good bartender. Ooh, you gotta talk yeah. to our boys. Look talk to our local cowboys. Make us one, man. Make us the right one. Because, like, honestly, when I first, so I actually had like a, a like a really well made whiskey sour and I sipped it and I was like this is really nice you know it's a different flavor from what I'm used to and then I was like what's in it and they were like you know they talked about the ingredients as soon as they got to the egg whites and you're like I was like wait so I'm just drinking raw egg rocky look at my shirt (laughs) (laughs) I was like okay that's kind of gross and so like I kind of haven't gone back to them right because of that it makes sense but I mean like when you think about it like it's not that big a deal no Right, especially if, like, they're not, you know, I mean, there's always a chance of anyone getting sick from eating a raw egg, but it's like, you know, for the for the drink, right, it's good to have once in a while, I think, you know, the right. whiskey and, sour. And I'm positive, however I had it, was from a mix, like, whiskey oh, yeah, sour, totally. and there's, there's all, it was all kinds of whiskey sour mixes out there, that's, a, that's one, probably one of the more famous do it, please. Uh, mixes Don't out do there. It. Um, it's over, it's way too much, like citrus in it. Right. It's like it's like heartburn in a bottle. That's what I'm saying. I, that's why I probably didn't like it. I was like, oh this is like it's too strong. This? You don't even taste the whiskey. It's right. just it's literally it's just sour. citrus. Yeah, it's like yeah. a sour mix. But no, but I mean back to this you know, I'm not saying there's a winner or a loser tonight. Mm-mm. But I mean look the Weller neat was was my favorite that way. Yeah. The Buffalo Trace you can go in either direction. I think the Eagle Rare on ice is the way to go. You know, I actually I think what we really do, because, I mean, we're in a mint julep kind of mood. Oh, I use that for mint julep. Buffalo Trace, let's do a mint julep with it. Okay, we can. Why not? Yeah, we can do that tonight. I'm not done tonight. We'll have a couple cocktails tonight, absolutely. I think, because I want to try it, because, I mean, like, it was, I think out of the three, it was the punchier. Right? It had the the deeper spice to it, right? So that was spicier than the other two. I'd be interested if that, you know, when you add the mint to it and the ice and stuff, like, I bet it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I don't know. But this is tasty. This is very tasty. Yeah. 
So now we're getting ending coming to the end of our evening tonight. Uh, we didn't pull any cigars out tonight. I don't think we were thinking about it. I think no. because we had the cocktails and uh, yeah, we kind of distracted with the Kentucky, Kentucky Derby. Derby, and then we also had some food earlier. Yeah. And we're gonna go back and I, I know I'm gonna grab me another little yeah. slider, uh, just to set another base before I start having more cocktails tonight. Uh, and I think we're gonna try a whiskey tonight after the show that we will bring on the show. I don't think I'm gonna mention that whiskey on the yeah. show, but we got uh, we learned about a whiskey. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. We learned about a whiskey uh, uh, Monday. At the, at the Whiskey U yep. uh, class we went to, and I immediately Googled it, found it, and ordered it while I was there. <laughs> As know, any good whiskey drinker and, um, does. You know, I found this cool, I found this store online, Caskers, you know, uh, uh, caskers.com, and uh, you know what? I ordered it Monday, and I got it today. That's not bad. That's pretty that's good not shipping. Bad at all. That's pretty good shipping. You know, that's actually something, and I, I'm not sure if I've, you know, asked in previous episodes. But if anyone out there has a site that they go to that they, like, order from, that they, they're like, I love this site. They always have a good selection, good pricing. Like, it is seriously, up. chat, like, comment on the episode, right? Yeah. And just drop in there, like, I go to this site. Because we're, we're looking for it all the time. We're always looking for, mm-hmm. you know, local goods places that are local to us. But we also want to, we understand that finding the rare stuff, sometimes it's easier to just order it online. So if you have a spot that you trust that you really like the quality and the value and all that stuff, drop it in a comment on the you know on the episode. Hit us up, hit us up out there. Absolutely, yeah, definitely hit us up because I know everybody has places they get their whiskeys from. Some of it's online, some of it's in their stores locally. But yeah, hit us up where you get your whiskeys online. You know, because we like to go check those mm-hmm. places out ourselves. Because we're we're exploring different places now to buy our whiskey. And you know, if it works out, we'll give you a shout out. Why absolutely, not? absolutely. But hey, Ti, this is a great evening tonight. It's awesome. No cigars tonight. We'll be back to smoking cigars next week. Yeah. Uh, but as always, I do want to give a shout out to our friends, Fox Cigars. Yep, foxcigar.com. Uh, you know, hit them up. Check out their uh, their inventory online. Just because we aren't smoking one, didn't doesn't mean that we don't have cigars from them. Yes, we do have cigars <laughs> from them. I just recently ordered some yeah, cigars. We did. Ordered it on Wednesday, or I think I ordered it on Tuesday. I got it by like by Thursday yep. or something like that. So it's great, great online, great, and sign up for their for their uh, email list because you get great specials Super every good day all the time. Uh, so check them out. Uh, so I'll be going to Sunfest tomorrow. I'll, I'll give everybody a little report next week. Hit us up on, uh, follow us on Instagram, follow us on whatever platform you like to listen to us on. Listen to our shows on our website, yeah. thefriskywhiskey.com. Um, you know, and you know, just check us out. Talk to your friends about us. Get us, you know, get us out there. The more you, the more listeners we get, the more we're gonna be able to do for everybody. Uh, and you know, next week we're not sure what show we may have a guest next week. Eh? And we might may be not. may not. We don't know yet. I gotta we gotta figure that out. We gotta figure it out. Uh, if we have that guest, <laughs> it's gonna be fun. I don't want to l- give what that guest might be would be doing that guest because yeah. uh, it's gonna be an interesting theme if he does come on. Yeah, uh, great guy. We just, you wait, know, wait, wait. If they come on, they him. <laughs> if he, he comes on, uh, and Keep so. It um, it's going to be a good show next week. Either way, with, with the guest or without the guest. If he's, if he's going to come next week, he'll come the following week. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, everybody have a great evening, T.I., as always. Fun doing the show. Pleasure. And Every everybody time. have a great night. Have a nice frisky whiskey evening. Enjoy your weekend. <laughs>